0: Hello, and welcome to another episode of Dear Hollow Heroes. What a somber week for the Patriots, Giants, Bears, and Bengals fans, but a great week for Ravens, Seahawks, and Cowboys fans. Yet this week we got playoff baseball, and don't you think we forget about reloading Eastern Conference teams like Boston and Milwaukee? It's going to be very interesting. But I'm always here with Meekman Liam Mika.
1: What's going on, guys? And Ropes Pierre Rob Kelly. I am also here.
0: Playoff baseball is back. There are so many people like Rob who have been waiting impatiently for this moment. There are so many surprising teams in the postseason this year, with the O's, Rangers, Miami, Milwaukee, and even the Twins. Which one, guys? Which one of these teams is the most surprising coming into this postseason?
1: Personally, for me, I'm saying Miami only because I thought they were building for next year. I didn't think they'd make the actual push this year. They surprised me late in the season. I didn't think they were going to be bad. I thought their pitching was going to carry them. It just turns out they're hitting has.
0: My personal one is Baltimore. They were bottom of the division for the last, what, at least like four of the last five years at best. They've been fourth or fifth for a while. Mediocrity at best. When they got rid of Manny Machado, there was nothing to really root for. Because there was nothing there. They had the days of Adam Jones and uh, Chris Davis and Manny Machado. Those were like you know wild card teams, but this is a championship building team now, and I have not seen the O's look this good in our lifetime. And I feel like it came out of nowhere for how fast it happened.
1: Now, Rob, you you and ins- Rob, I know as he puts his hand up. I'm am sorry. You can't say in our lifetime and then mention the Manny Machado O's. They made the playoffs. Like they were a good team. They were a wild card team. Yes, but they, they're still they were still a really good baseball team. Did
0: you ever see championship aspirations on that team? Did you ever see them getting past
1: Houston? Did you ever Houston see them wasn't getting good past then.
0: Kansas City back then? Did you ever see them getting Kansas. past the Yankees back then? Did you ever see them getting past Detroit back then?
1: No, you didn't. Uh, Kansas City was an outlier. Baseball team, they that was a, one of the most shocking World Series of the past ten years. But besides the point, the O's are really good. I saw this coming. I've been bragging about it every chance I get. I knew the O's were going to be good this year, and I know they're going to be even better next year. And oh, I've been saying that's. That. True. I agree. Nobody called it like Rob.
0: He did call it, yeah. but my point is, is, even though he was saying that, it, it was a hot, bold take. So you're thinking of it like that, out of nowhere. And by the way, he didn't even fully think this was going to happen this year. He was predicting next year. True. So the fact that this happened this year is out of this world. It happened faster than even people that were making full takes were thinking.
2: Really quick turnaround, but we saw that with a lot of different teams. We did, but this Miami, we saw it with the Diamondbacks, we saw it with the Orioles. A lot of teams have been doing this.
0: But but Miami and... What what was the other team you said? Diamondbacks. The Diamondbacks, they seemed like they're a little bit like... This was a team that was barren. They had Cedric Mullins in 2021. That was really the... I
2: thought their prospects were better than both Miami's. And the Diamondbacks.
0: Oh, I agree, but my point is, is I'm saying that you didn't see that they would come out and be this good, this fast, out of nowhere. Because no, I saw
2: think, I saw them being this good, just not this fast. Exactly. With the other two teams, I think I didn't see them even being this good. Now, they're not on the same caliber as the O's. They're not going to win a championship, but I didn't see them in the playoffs. Did you, so you're saying Diamondbacks? I could have seen the O's in the playoffs.
0: So we got one for Diamondbacks, one for... Mono I'm
2: saying the Diamondbacks, but personally, my biggest surprise throughout the, the postseason right now is actually a team that's not in it. I can't believe the San Diego Padres didn't even step the playoffs. Like, they were out for a minute.
0: Oh, yeah. That's
2: a talented roster, and once they got Juan Soto last year, I thought they were for sure in the playoffs.
1: They were statistically one of the better teams all year round, and but they just, just kept
2: losing. And all year, we were, we've been trying to figure out, why do the Padres stink? It's it's a tough question.
0: My my biggest disappointment of the year has got to be the Mets, though. oh am my am the Mets were they, brutal. Do who thought that a pitching rotation of Scherzer, Verlander, oh, yeah. you have? I, I know. I you remember you're looking at it in hindsight. Yeah, hindsight's
2: always 20, 20 months ago. I mean, you can see it coming though. No,
0: you could. You can
2: see the hitting but, stall out. But you did can you see it? A,
0: a previous Cy Young winner a three-time NL Cy Young winner, a just two dominant pitchers coming up with some of the best young hitters in the league, They some were, good veteran pieces. You you really well, did not let's see think it about this, though. the way
2: it did. The pitchers, you know, you could go back and forth. Did you see it coming? Did you not? With age, there's a, there's a good, decent chance you saw it coming. There's a decent chance.
0: You could say it.
2: The hitters, there's not one... I mean, Pete Alonso's great, but there's really not one hitter where I'm like, wow. That guy is the best in the league.
0: Jeff McNeil won the batting title no, last year. No, no,
2: But Jeff McNeil, you knew wasn't going to be the,
1: the, carrying a team of close, Francisco the Francisco Lindor has been one of the best shortstop in the league for the past five years. I understand. And they
0: gave Brandon Nimmo but a gigantic contract as well. Starling Marte is a star. Like they okay, but you can say all these things, players. but none of
1: them turned out.
0: None of them. That's not a single thing. Whoa, whoa, whoa.
1: Whoa. Pete Alonso and Francisco Lindor both had great years this year with a terrible team. Pete Alonso had a great year this year, you'd say. He still had forty plus home runs. He still he still played like Pete Alonso plays. Yeah, I was gonna say Pete Alonso plays like that. Yeah. He had a he had a good year. He he's top five in RBIs, top ten in home runs. Yeah, put him on the runs run. up.
2: Put him on the right team, fine. But if you're hitting solo shot home runs, it's doing nothing for your team.
1: Yeah, but you can't blame Pete Alonso. You can't. But you also have to look at it. There's there I mean there is a way to see that coming. I feel like we're kind of getting off topic because we're the postseason is here. There are teams in Yeah, it. let's let's talk about the success. So, my biggest surprise was Miami. I said, you know, I didn't think their hitting was going to carry them. You know, they got Luis Arias batting, batting champ this year, batted over three fifty on the season. Jorge Soler's who had a good season, but a lot of their players have been up and down with injuries, and I just was surprised they made it. There, there are a lot of teams in this postseason that it makes sense. You know, like the Twins and Brewers coming atop the two worst divisions of the Central's of yeah. the AL and NL. It was NL. a toss
2: up. It could have been anybody.
1: I no. It, this was pretty easy to see how eh, they're,
2: they're just
0: they're just the best mediocre team of the mediocre division.
2: I don't believe in any of them to win a championship. So well, no, they're not no, exactly
0: they're not. the best. they these two teams can get is the divisional round is they can the win series. Series. Yeah. This is their this is their Super Bowl. Yeah. <laughs> this is their World
1: Series. And we
2: see the Twins are winning the three nothing. So
1: well, the Twins are hoping for their first playoff win in twenty plus years. Yeah. I think it is. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy.
0: By the way, watch watch the uh was blue jays? Watch the blue jays come back and beat the twins while we're recording. Yeah, imagine that would be crazy. Imagine they get
2: swept. Oh my goodness. Oh.
0: Didn't the uh the blue jays got swept last year against the Mariners in the wild card round.
1: was it a sweep? Yeah. It was a sweep. It wow. was a,
0: didn't they have an eight one lead and lost nine eight or something crazy like that?
1: Yeah, I know it was a crazy upset by uh Seattle. But but Seattle's, Seattle's not here. Seattle was hot
2: last year.
0: But Seattle, Seattle just got unfortunate with their schedule in the year, and I think the one team of the of that final postseason stretch that really kind of folded was Cincinnati. They really didn't show much at C- the end. Well,
2: the Cubs folded.
0: The Cubs folded too. I mean, yeah. they
2: they really needed to steal a game from uh, the Braves. They couldn't. They, they couldn't, couldn't get them.
0: They couldn't do much. They just got destroyed ten two. Yeah. yeah, two very wild disappointments. I mean, Miami really didn't have to do much to get in.
1: Yep. Do either of you have a pick from the wild card round of teams that you think will have the best shot of making the World Series? From the wild card? From the wild card. You got to think Philly. I was yeah, I was thinking Philly. You got to yeah. think Philly because they've been there and yeah. they did
0: the same thing, right? Didn't they play the wild card round last?
2: You yesterday. see all the pieces. They're in a position to heat up.
0: Well, I think this is the best time to segue into how far they go. Cue the music welcome to the second installment of how far they'll go here we decide how far a team or player will go this installment we will discuss the 2023 MLB postseason so let's get right into it I'm here with the two contestants that are still always and always forever the two contestants Leah Meekum
2: and Rob Kelly how are you guys doing today why did he change his voice so much for this? I
1: don't know, and he already asked us this question. Yeah, right? This is our intro. I, I'm still here. I'm still doing good.
0: <laughs> good point. <laughs> now let's get straight into it. How far they'll go. We'll start with the wild card teams. We'll start with the Philadelphia Phillies. How far will they go?
2: You want me to go first? Yes. They take the Braves to six games.
0: So to game four, they, get, they lose uh, three to one. Yep. Right in the N L D S.
1: Rob, what do you got? I hate that you started with the Phillies. Uh they're my pick to win it all this year. That's it. He also bad. had the Jets, so. Yeah, fair. <laughs> well, yeah, but
2: post injury he had the Jets.
1: Yeah, that was me having fun. This this is the sport I care about the most. I see the Phillies having a legit shot to win it all. You got the Phillies winning it all? Yep. Yeah. Alright. Up next is the Miami Marlins. How far will they go? They're being swept by the Phillies in the wild card round.
2: I would have to probably agree.
1: All right. <laughs> RIP Marlins. The Milwaukee Brewers. How far will they go? They're not making it out of the wild card round either. I don't think they're being swept. I think they're losing in three games, but they're not making it out.
2: I think they're going to get swept by the Dodgers.
1: Swept by the Dodgers? Yep. All right. The Arizona Diamondbacks,
0: how far will they go? Diamondbacks are being swept by the Dodgers. You have them being beat by Milwaukee. Then. Well,
2: obviously they're going to be, get beat by Milwaukee. Yeah.
0: How many games? Though? Three.
1: Three? All right. Then, the Los Angeles Dodgers, how far will they go? The Dodgers are losing to the Phillies in the NLCS in six games. Ooh.
2: They are losing to the Braves in five.
1: All righty. And now the Atlanta Braves. How far will they go? The Rays are losing to the Phillies in the NLDS.
2: They are winning the Chipo. You know what? Let's root for an exciting postseason. Let's go seven games.
1: Seven games.
2: Yeah.
0: Now, let's go to the AL with the Baltimore Orioles. How far will they go? I mean, we're not starting in the wild yeah. around in the Oh, sorry. my we, bad, my bad, my bad. This I guy mean, stinks. The Tampa, the, the Tampa Bay Rays. How far will they go? Now down. By the way, at this point in time of recording, they are down 102 to the Rangers.
1: Uh, I have them losing to the Orioles in the ALDS. Wow, you think they come back? Yes. How three. many games? In the DFS? Yeah, three.
0: All righty,
2: Two owed by the Rangers.
0: All righty, and that brings us to the Rangers. How far will they go? They're not making it out of the wild card. Yep. Uh,
2: I think they're probably going to get 3-1'd. By the O's? By the O's, yeah. By the O's.
1: All righty. The Minnesota Twins. How far will they go? The Minnesota Twins are losing to the Houston Astros in three games.
2: They're going to lose to the Jays in three games.
1: And the Jays, how far will they go? They're being swept by the Twins in the Wild Card. Swept
2: by the Astros.
1: The Houston Astros. How far will they go?
0: They're in the ALCS. In both of your minds, by the way.
2: They are. I'm aware. Of. I'm keeping. You just action. kind of threw me off because you didn't start with the Orioles. Uh, I think they're gonna lose the World Series in seven.
1: I have the Astros losing the ALCS in six games. Now the Baltimore Orioles. How far will they go?
2: I'm going to say they lose in five.
1: They are losing to the Philadelphia Phillies in game six of the World Series. And that will be the end
0: of
2: how far they'll go. Cue the music. Perfect time to plug our social media. Follow us on Twitter at DHHEros. <laughs> oh,
1: my God. <laughs> DHHEros. We're changing the name of the show.
0: And we also have an Instagram. and okay. TikTok.
2: Yeah, but they're not run by me, so they're not as good. They will soon be run by you. Yeah, because I'm the best. <laughs> Give me <laughs> something to do. Checkmate.
0: <laughs> Use the microphone. Anyway, we're going to move on to the next question, and Liam's smile will soon be removed from his face, as we cannot forget about the recent NBA trades. Damian Lillard is now a Milwaukee Buck. And that also means that Drew Holiday is a Boston Celtic after being traded to the Trailblazers and the Blazers traded him to Boston. Both of these teams are reloading for another championship run. The Celtics had a championship run in 2022 and the Bucks had one in 2021. So which of these two Eastern juggernauts are better built for this upcoming season?
2: Between the two of them, I really like the Miami Heat. Uh, I think they're just built for championship-caliber basketball, uh, and doesn't matter, Heat and five.
0: Okay, Rob, anyone that actually has a legitimate answer to this?
1: Well, I like the Milwaukee Bucks, personally, just because they're not Boston, and I hate Boston. So
2: really, two unbiased <laughs> answers, and uh, I think we should just move on. <laughs> So. No, but in all seriousness, uh, I think Milwaukee is better built. I just, truthfully, I trust them more. Um, Giannis, how could you not trust? He's just always going to be Giannis. Chris Middleton, I don't trust that he won't get injured. Um, but he doesn't really shy away in big moments. I think he's a good player. And Dame, talk about you know big moments. It's Dame. It's Dame time. Um, there's a reason why I wanted him so bad on on my Miami Heat. But Boston, we've seen Tatum shrink in big moments. We've seen Jalen Brown when he needs to use his left hand. He turns into Markel Fultz's rookie year. Kristaps Perzingis, who knows what we're getting from that guy. And, I mean, Drew Holiday, he's a dog. Can't even lie there. But Drew Holiday also really can't carry him to a championship. He also didn't want to leave. He didn't want to leave. It's a real bummer for Drew Holiday. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's how things go, Um, but, you know. You hate to see it.
0: I I hope that there's a way that they trade for him back. I don't think it's possible, but I wish that he could come back.
2: I don't think he's one of those players. You think he's going to be bitter for the rest of the time? No, I don't. I don't think he's going to be bitter, but I think he hasn't had a storied enough career in Milwaukee that if he goes to another team, people are going to be like, "Oh, it's weird to see him in in Celtics colors." I think he got a better shot for Portland trading back for Dame, but I I mean I could see Drew Holiday in another team's colors. He just he, he was a Milwaukee guy. It's, it's a shame, but that's what happens.
0: I'm inclined to agree with you on who's better built for this season, and we know this is the biggest difference. I said that they both had championship runs, but one of them actually came away with a ring, and that is the Bucks. And why is that? Why did the Celtics not come away with a ring the year at later? It's because they fold in big moments.
2: They do. They're inconsistent. They. I mean,
0: you still have your best two players are still the same two that have their moments where they fold. And they have their moments where they are not built for the bright lights. And the Bucks have shown, I mean, did you see Giannis's game six in 2021? That is Exhibit A for big 50 moments. 50 points. Yeah, he's incredible. That's Exhibit A. And you have Dame, who you could just look up Damian Lillard on Google and find all of his big-time playoff moments. There's a lot to say with that. There's a lot to say that this team is not only built, I would say they're built, like, off of, like, let's say, overall in 2K. They're built about the same. But for big moments, that stuff you can't teach, coach. You can't get a person ready for that the way that they're just born with it.
2: And you talk about winning personalities, too. That's the box. There's not a single guy over there that I'm like, I don't know, kind of a locker room cancer. I mean, the one I would have said was Grayson Allen, and they got rid of him. He's on the Suns now. Other than that, I mean, they're... I mean, top to bottom, just championship attitude, championship caliber, good team. Let's not forget about the Suns, though. The Suns have also been the third team to build a super team. They still have D-Book, they still have KD, and they still have Brad Beale. How do we think they stack up against each other?
0: They, I think that against those, like all these three teams put together, I have the Suns third. And why? Because, again, I'm going to put it out there, that we have... The one person I'm not worried about actually is funny enough, it's of course it's KD I'm not worried about, and I'm not too worried about Booker, but I feel like they both have that same problem where they can show up in those big moments. They can have that winning mentality, but they also don't sometimes. They go back and forth with it. And you don't fully always feel like they're they're there with everyone. They're not always on the same page. And they're both one some of the best players in the league, but you kind of know that feeling that I'm talking about. Well, you don't fully know if KD's 100% in. You don't fully know if Book is 100% in. You know that they want to win, you know they can be like that, but I'm not I think we've sure. seen,
2: but I think we've seen KD go to Brooklyn and that's what I'm thinking of. That's still fresh in my mind where he was with two other very toxic players In Harden and Kyrie. Now he's on a team where he's more established. First of all, he's the guy He is the guy. Booker's great. Brad Brad Beal is very good. But KD's the best player on the team.
1: And the thing with KD is that he still puts in the effort and you can still watch him play. Yeah. He's never really the one who's screaming, I want to leave because we're... because of Not necessarily because of the... I don't want to say the play around him, but more or less the environment around him is what he has a harder time putting up with.
2: He wanted to... He requested a trade pretty early on in uh, Brooklyn. and Let's not forget he did, in Russell Westbrook's eyes at least, run from OKC. Um, So there is some question about it, I think. But you also have to think, in this team, I think there's less personality conflict. I think Booker is kind of on the same same wavelength, and I think Brad Beal is also kind of on that same wavelength, where big personalities... But I think it's ring first.
1: KD, the thing here is he he'll try for the ring. You know, he's not saying, I want to leave this team because they don't have... It's more likely that they don't have a chance for a ring anymore, and that's the reason he wants to leave. But if he knows he has a shot at that ring, he will give 100% as much as he can. So who do you have him... Like, who do you have? The Suns? The Bucks, Like... Uh, my list goes Bucks, Suns, then Celtics. Boston. Okay.
0: I got Bucks, Boston, and Suns. Just bench. That's the reason why. Just because the Bucks I, and the Celtics have a way better bench.
2: I think I'm
1: going Bucks, Suns, Celtics. I'll just hmm. never put Boston anywhere higher than last on any list. I put it's on close. Boston. I mean, I
2: could see the Celtics going all the way. Yeah, it's not impossible, but they got a long road ahead of them.
1: So basically.
0: The teams that will rival in the West are the Nuggets that maybe be the Lakers if they're not completely a train wreck again. Yeah. Is there any other teams in the West that could rival them? Oh, man. The Suns? In the West? I mean, I mean the Blazers
2: are, got the Andre. <laughs> people are going to say the Mavs, can. But Luka just is too...
0: And, if and Dallas Kyrie, puts it
1: together... Kyrie. I don't believe in it. I, but if they put it together, there's a shot.
0: But they won't. That's the thing. I don't see a fathomable universe... Where Kyrie and Luca decide to be respectful to each other and let each other one of them not be a ball hand I agree. Where, what world do you see either of them doing that?
1: In a world where they become best friends in the off season and no one saw it coming, and now they're absolute besties. They have matching friendship bracelets when they're on the court. Are they dating matching each other? No, they're just like, BFFs now.
0: In the East, do you see anyone? In the East, do you see anyone rivaling Boston or Milwaukee?
2: I mean, I have to say the Heat.
0: Well, the Heat just because of their culture. Yeah, you
2: can't count out the Heat, and that is that's a genuine take that's unbiased. Um, I do like the direction the Cavs were going in until they played New York in the postseason. You got to think Philly's talented enough to do it, but it's Philly's just always gonna Philly. It's just.
0: And they they're losing James Harden eventually.
2: Not necessarily. He wants to trade still. I don't know if they want to trade him. I don't. I haven't heard too many teams expressing interest.
0: Well, What does he do then? Does he s- just sit there and... He has to
1: play. I'm pretty him? sure what he said is he's going to make it a struggle for everyone else on the team. Until he gets traded.
2: Did he actually say that?
1: Something along those lines. I can find the There's exact words. Can so but... imagine rebounding and then chucking it?
0: <laughs> it would be a little entertaining, I won't deny it. It would be a pretty entertaining game to watch James
2: Harden just completely sell. I don't know. I would not be entertained.
1: Okay, so the quote is someone saying he said it, but it's there's no confirmation that he's the one who actually said it. But he also did not show up to 76ers Media Day. Source,
2: trust me, bro.
0: <laughs> Sources, trust me, bro. All right, we're going to go on to the NFL. And I got to say, there's only one happy NFL fan right now.
1: And that it's is me. Wrong. It's raw. I'm so happy.
0: But we're not going to be talking about the happy NFL fans. Today is to talk about the somber NFL fans.
1: We're not going to talk about the Ravens until Lamar Jackson breaks his ankle.
2: Probably. That's good with me. Yeah. That works. It's about right. Both of you
1: can kick rocks.
2: <laughs> it's about,
0: I mean, you can tell all the other media outlets that too. But the New England Patriots, New York Giants, and Cincinnati Bengals all suffered major defeats last week. Patriots quarterback Mac Jones gave the Dallas Cowboys defense two touchdowns, giving him three touchdowns for the other team this year. It's pretty good. Pretty good. He has a great he's doing so good for the other team. Daniel Jones, while only giving the Seahawks one touchdown, his early game fumble gave the Hawks a quick seven points. So technically it's like 1.5 touchdowns for Daniel Jones. Okay. Better game than Mac though. Joe Burrow has looked very mediocre with his two touchdowns and two interceptions on the season. And his two and the two previous quarterbacks I saved, fun fact, Mac Jones, Daniel Jones, the ones that played that horrible over the weekend, they have more passing yards and touchdowns than Joe Burrow. So I have a question for us all. Which of these quarterbacks is most on the hot seat, and which one has the most approved for this for the rest of the year?
2: So these are two different prompts here. So hot seat is which one could lose his job the quickest. Yeah. Which one has the most to prove is really, which one are we most concerned about? That's really when you break it down, that's what we're talking
0: about. Who's losing their job and who are you concerned about?
2: I'm concerned about Joe Burrow. Because Joe Burrow is a Super Bowl-calibre quarterback. And he has not looked like it. And Cincinnati's got to do something to turn it around. Granted, the receivers have not gotten open. The O-line has looked... Pitiful. But Jamar Chase is always open. That's ridiculous. <laughs> You're never always open. Um, he knows that, but... That's a,
0: that's a concern, uh, that he's saying stuff like that in the media. You could tell that the team... The They're frustrated.
2: Is, They're frustrated. But we've seen good football out of the Bengals. Although what does add to my concern is I don't think it's the strongest coaching. I think Zach Taylor is good enough never been overly impressed with him. I mean, the play calling for the Bengals has not been spectacular. He's been okay. And that is where you really rely on a coach to dig you out of those tough situations. Um, Especially a skid like this where you should be winning games. You just got blown out by Tennessee. Not many people in the start of the season would have seen that coming. Now the quarterback that I think has his job ripped away from him first think, easily, is Mac Jones. And I would say Daniel Jones, but he just got paid. I agree. Mac Jones...
1: Mac Jones is, is a free agent next after next season. Yeah. Daniel Jones just got locked up for four years. Yeah.
2: Which really, really sucks for Giants fans.
1: I think the Giants are in the worst position. They're in the position. worst
2: position.
0: It says the Patriots, I think they have the ability to just get rid of
2: them. I mean, especially when you look at all the picks the Giants have sunk into that O line, and to have one of them turn out, Andrew Thomas, and he's hurt. And then on top of that, pay a quarterback who's bad and have really no weapons. Darren Waller was a non factor last night and really has been for the season. And the defense just doesn't look the same.
1: In regards to Darren Waller, if he's the only really good target on the team, they're just going to try and double-team him and make sure he's covered because then Daniel Jones still has no one else to throw to. But there's no point to
0: double-cover him when all he does is block. He's not even going out for passes that often.
1: No, he's going out for routes.
2: He's going out for little He's running plenty routes. of routes. He's just not getting the ball, mainly because Daniel Jones doesn't have the time to throw it to him. And when he does, he's throwing picks. He's fumbling the ball. I mean, it's, it's just bad all around.
0: I think the Patriots are in just as bad a situation, but they have a light at the end of the tunnel that's a little more visible than the Giants do. And I think the number one factor is they have not, the, they have no one on that roster that you could say is locked and sealed, except for Juju Smith-Schuster for three years. I think it's the only player
2: that couldn't have been that big of a contract.
0: It was thirty-three million total.
2: 33 million.
0: 11 a year. Yeah, same exact. That as is way too much. Can you imagine? Now, in hindsight, Jacoby looks a lot better of a contract. 33 million for Jacoby looks a lot better than 33 million that's for It's still Giubi. not good. But, at the end of the. Oh, G- Jacoby, Speaking earned, of over, Jacoby earned his uh, contract,
1: though. Juju's oh. was three years, uh, 25 million.
0: Oh, beautiful. That's not that bad. It's not that bad. But that's the most locked up player. But the problem is for the Patriots, and this is what I think that the Giants might do that I hope they don't. See, I have a big problem with on the Patriots aspect. I will no longer listen to a Patriots fan or non-Patriots fan that will say it is Bill Belichick's coaching. You do not understand the game of football if you think that it's Bill Belichick's coaching. It is absolutely, unequivocally not. Bill Belichick's coaching is the reason that Mac Jones went to the postseason his rookie year. Bill Belichick's coaching is the reason I could attribute four of those six Super Bowls to, on um, the Super Bowl games alone. He's the reason that they got to all of them. And he is the reason that this team is the way it is. It's not just Brady. And if you say it's just Brady, you do not understand football. What you do not understand is the reason for this is still the same person I'm talking about, but it's not because of its coaching. Bill Belichick should no longer be the general manager of the New England Patriots. That is your biggest problem. That is why this is not working. You should put a younger person... At that position, someone that knows modern football. Give Belichick a modern football team. Let him do work his magic, because that team will win a Super Bowl.
2: You heard it here first. Ben hates Ben Belich- Bill Belichick, <laughs> and thinks he should be fired and killed. I, I don't think that's
0: quite what he said.
2: That's direct quote.
0: But that is what I think the problem is with the Patriots. I think he needs to stop being the GM. I think he wants because if you put a defensive minded genius at GM. All he does is want defenders. True. So why? Why? Like, get an actual, just a GM, a person that should just pick up teams and pick up players from all over the field. And I think that that could work. And if Cincinnati keeps going down, I hope that they get a new GM because I feel like one of those two wide receivers might be there for the taking. Probably T Higgins. And like, that's something to think about. And that's something that I that bothers me is like that that I don't think that Belichick would take him if he's still the GM next season. He'd take. A corner. And I'd be like, why? <laughs> we just drafted one. No, I
2: think they're fed up with Mac,
0: And I think Mac is not the solution. I think that they still don't have the talent at wide receiver. I think everything else is fine. I think the offensive line could get better, but I think they've just been riddled with injuries, so I'm not going to give it on the offensive line. But with the Giants, my thing is I think they're going to blame Dable, and it's not his fault. This is not Dable's fault. I think it's similar, but not the same.
2: I don't see how it could not be Dable's fault. How? You come out against the Cowboys, you're flat. Okay, some teams come out flat. Just have them ready by next game. What do we do in the first half of that game?
1: No. Nothing. Nothing. Flatter.
2: <laughs> okay. All right. You know what? Two weeks in a row, it's concerning, but you know maybe it's a fluke. Okay. You won though in that second game. Right? We won the second game. Flat again. Flat again. Every time we've hit the field, it's been flat. How was there not a locker room problem? Do we have a leader on the team? I can't think of one. Daniel Jones is not a leader. Julian Love was our leader. Of that, at least of the defense. And now we lost him to Seattle. Who was there. <laughs> who I mean, he's a great player. I love Julian Love. But now we need someone to step up. Or we need a coach to step up. And it just looks so flat. That's the best way to describe it. Uninspired sloppy football at every level. It was also, I just have to put this out there, the worst special teams performance I've ever seen.
1: It was horrific. Just horrific. To watch. Uh both the offensive and defensive side of the special teams, oh, receiving my God. and kicking the ball, it was just a
2: started with result. a muff punt right off the bat and then we I don't think we didn't get flagged on a special teams play. You hit the punter. hit the punter.
1: A lot of holdings, a oh, couple hitter, of – it was terrible.
0: Pulling. Here's my thing. I think that just the pieces aren't there. And when it comes to leadership and all that, that should be Daniel Jones in that regard as well. I think that falls a lot on Daniel Jones. Who? And this is another big problem. I think this is the epitome of this Daniel Jones-Brian Dable problem. After Daniel Jones threw a pick six, he goes to the sideline. And I don't know if this is 100% true, but this is what it looked like from a outside looking in. Daniel Jones walks to the sideline. Brian Dayball is right there to tell him why, what he could have done better. Like every coach does. Every coach. Either it's, if it's not, if it's a defensive head coach, it's your offensive coordinator. But if you're an offensive coach, it's your head coach. Comes over says, you had someone in the fly on the other side. Next time, just look. You know, that same thing of like...
2: I think it's said with a little bit more urgency. Yeah, it's said but... with a
0: little bit more cusses and anger, yeah. but... He goes over to try and tell him. Daniel Jones just walked right by him. Right by him. I
2: actually, and as much as I cannot stand Daniel Jones, I actually have to applaud him for how he acted on the sideline. I didn't see his head drop once. He was actually quite even keeled on the sideline. Never freaked out. Never blamed a teammate. He just sat there, head up, still dialed into the game went out the next drive and threw pick after pick. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, yeah, the sideline, I don't think, is his biggest struggle. I just think it's on the field. He well, doesn't he, know how to play the game of football.
0: Well, then when they went to the sideline after that pick six, though, Dayball follows him to go to the bench, tries to show him on the monitor. He is not listening to a word. Actually,
2: Dayball walked away. He threw the tablet yeah, on Yeah, he the,
0: the, wasn't listening to a word he said. Well, this is so all Dayball speculation. He threw the tablet right away. This is all speculation. This is all speculation, but this, regardless of what it is... It's a problem. It's a problem. And that is your that True. is your franchise quarterback now. No matter why you slice it, that is your franchise quarterback and your head coach who is a coach of the year arguing on the sideline because they can't do anything but come out flat. So it's really who is the problem. But when you look at history, if you look at before this week, this season, it has been Daniel Jones. It has been the problems with drafting and Daniel Jones straight up. So I don't understand why... Giving them money and continuously doing the same thing of insanity is the solution. It's not. When your gem on the diamond in the rough has been Andrew Thomas, who you finally got someone that's good, and you have Brian Dayball. I'm sorry, but that is a diamond in the rough. Coach of the year was phenomenal last year. So at the end of the day, you got to get rid of the problem that keeps happening. I hate when a person or a team mm-hmm. decides to keep putting a solution of fire the coach, fire this, fire this, because get rid of Daniel Jones or get rid of that. I mean, what, what but it's not that easy now. Yeah, but what stinks for you guys is it's not easy. It's easier to get rid of Dayball, and that's what I fear will happen.
2: I think it's probably going to happen too. That's unbelievable.
0: Man, our
1: teams are crap in crap. Oh, place. no, it's, oh my it's really tough. It's, it's, Lamar Jackson ran for two touchdowns and threw two touchdowns. I
2: knew you were going to say something. I knew as soon as we hit our low point, yeah. Rob was going to chime in. No, it is – I mean, the Ravens look really good, especially – with how many injuries they've seen already, and they're still churning, yeah, they look impressive. Now, Patrick
1: Queen and um, I've I just had a massive brain fart. Roquan Smith. Uh-huh. Uh, th- those two combined are going to have a phenomenal season on defense together, and that's probably what's going to help the Ravens the most. Those are two really good linebackers. Yes.
0: And they got him for a steal from Chicago, right? It was not that much. They gave Chicago up. hasn't won a game since they traded him away. And we won a game since I think Elon Musk bought Twitter. Yeah. If there's anything that we could say, is it's funny that Justin Fields' is greatest game of the year, yeah. Oh my first, god! And he still found a way to lose it. I mean, have I been
2: have I been right about him since day one, man? It just it warms my soul. <laughs> it really warms my soul. People are finally like, "Whoa, whoa, he's doing something. He's cooking over there in Chicago." Okay, Broncos start coming back a little bit. We need a money drive from Justin Fields, man. And what does he do? He turns the ball over immediately. Back for a touchdown. Of course he does. He's a bad quarterback. Get rid of him. That's Uh, as simple as that. They have a better, they have an easier solution than the Giants. They currently hold the two first picks in this draft. They can just get rid of Justin Fields, draft Caleb Williams and some kind of protection or weapon for him. And they'll be okay.
0: Yeah.
2: They'll be fine.
1: Or defender that's just the best. I wouldn't defender. draft
2: a defender. I'd with draft somebody. With a
1: second overall pick?
2: To to help your, well, I mean, that's not crazy.
1: No, 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 but if you're going quarterback one. But yeah,
2: even trade back and grab somebody later in the rounds and get another second round pick or something like that. Stock up on picks. Get a nice young team together. There's a lot of ways they could go there, but.
1: That way the Bears can start this rebuild. I
2: just don't like Justin Fields. I, he's just bad.
0: But I'll also say, though, to add salt on the wound as a Patriots fan, you lost your two best players against Dallas. Dallas really destroyed our hopes for our team's season this <laughs> year. True, <laughs> because uh, Christian Gonzalez, rookie of the month, is gone. And well, Matthew let's done. let's
2: talk about Dallas for a second too. Let's—I mean, l- let's not take away any- anything from them. They've been blowing teams out, aside from the Arizona Cardinals. Which is, are was the Cardinals just
1: a shocker?
2: Are the Cardinals just a scrappy team this year? Is yeah. that their brand of football? That is is, exactly. is I that think what we're going to see from them?
1: I think they're going to be the pesky team. They're going to be agree. the ones that make upsets at the weirdest times.
2: Always love to see the pesky teams.
1: They're not going to be good, but they're going to be pesky. Yeah. Everyone touted them. Josh as probably Dobbs being is a fighter. The, yeah. They're everyone touted them as being the worst or the second worst team yeah. in the league, and they're like, hey, we'll we'll put up a fight.
2: Yeah. And other than that, I mean, they have absolutely obliterated teams. It has not been close.
0: But you got to look at the teams they faced. They faced the Jets, the Giants, the Patriots. Giants are
2: garbage. Jets have a good defense. Patriots are well coached and have a good defense.
0: And now it's but after but after the second quarter they were okay defense. They lost their best player. True. So you now well they've
2: lost their best player and best prospective player.
0: But that prospective player was the only one back there that was doing anything amount of nothing. So you lost your entire backfield now, and you have and no Judon. Like, I just feel like the... I feel Judon, like I week, think
2: it came out today that he's getting surgery on his bicep. Yep. Yeah.
0: Yes, he did. Um, so he's out for the year? He, he
2: hopes to return this year.
0: Hook,
1: just, just take a rest. Yeah, dude. just... Speaking of Dallas, this Sunday night football game against the 49ers?
2: Oh, yeah! It's going to be a great game. Best
1: <laughs> Sunday night football game so far this year. At least schedule-wise.
0: Yeah, I think it's going to be the first true test of Dallas, in my opinion. Because you've got to look at the teams they've faced. Good defense has been the best they've faced, so it's going well, to be Well, to be fair, test.
2: the first true test was the Arizona Cardinals. And they, they failed it. <laughs> Miserably. Yeah, so
0: um, you got to think, are they the Pittsburgh Steelers of 2021?
2: They could be, yeah. So beat up
0: on bad teams, look really good, everyone thinks Super Bowl bound,
1: and then they but face But they've
2: the looked team. better than the Steelers did. They've looked really They've
1: good. They've looked phenomenal. I'm really excited to see how Brock Purdy is going to look against their defense. Yeah. Just because he's still undefeated in the regular season. He still only has one career loss to his name. But this is arguably one of the best defensives we've seen this season. Now, Micah Parsons is a bit hobbly this week. He yeah, be- how is he? Last I saw, he, he left the game for a little bit, but came back and played the okay. rest. But I, I think eventually they just sat him just because. Yeah. wonder why.
2: Yeah, it's weird. The game was so close.
1: Yeah, So, but he left the game with an injury early in the game. I don't know if he's you know doing great or not. I can check that for you in one sec.
2: But yeah, no, it's going to be interesting. Cowboys' explosive offense so far versus the 49ers' staunch defense. And uh, we're going to see Chris McCaffrey versus that Dallas defense. It's going to be fun, too.
0: They might make the postseason, but they'll be pretenders. You know what I mean?
2: Officially bozos.
0: Speaking of Sunday night, I don't know how to move on from that. <laughs> but speaking of Sunday night, the Jets and the Chiefs faced off. It was the New York Jets and the Taylor Swift Chiefs. They faced off, and it was more interesting than we thought. But Rob, yeah, it was
1: a good game. Rob, what do you got? Uh, from Michael Parsons, it seems like he's, he's fine. Yeah, he just has. A, if he played the rest of the game, I would assume. Yeah, the only reason he came out afterwards is because they were just blown up. Yeah, out. what? So, I thought they
0: needed him to win that
1: game. So it seems like he probably rolled it or something real quick and just needed to step off the sidelines for a little bit.
0: All right. So I. So in back to that Sunday night game. There was a lot of per se. There was a lot of per se controversy. Per se. Per yeah. se. Per, yeah. per, yeah. per se. There's a lot of controversy with this game. Zach Wilson had one of his best games. We won't deny that. He
2: had... Per se.
0: Per se. Per se. Because he did fumble the snap on the money drive. Just like Justin Fields. Balls out. And on the money drive, reminds us all why you are one of the worst. Comes
1: forever. crashing back down. to yeah. Still <laughs> had a statistically better game than Patrick Mahomes. Yes. but
0: True. And that also... But the Jets' unfortunate woes continued when Pat Mahomes threw a third down interception, but it was called back due to a defensive holding call. The flag was controversial because the interception, because right after the interception, the flag was thrown. Does that question the legitimacy of the call? Is there favoritism towards the Chiefs? And if so, is that why they get favorable calls sometimes? And is Zach Wilson a QB to rely on?
2: That's so many questions. Can you just pick one one question? We were talking 20 minutes about the flag, and then right at the end you go, oh, and by the way, is Zach Wilson any good?
1: (laughs) I was itching to talk about this flag, and and now I have to talk about this. Yeah, Zach Wilson's pretty good. Your your intros sound like all of my questions for essays in college. All right. Can I talk about the flag? I, I said to talk
2: about it. It was a flag, okay? Why do we need to blow this out of proportion? Anytime there's a flag thrown on any New York team, it's questioned for Weeks. Every time. Taylor Swift didn't throw the flag. There were, there was no calls from the commissioner in to throw that flag. It was a penalty. Go ahead and watch it back. And Sauce can say whatever he wants on his Twitter. It was a penalty. He clearly held him. Clearly stopped him from running his route.
1: And not just that, when you watch the play, the ref pulls out the flag almost immediately. He just didn't throw it because some of the players were running near him, and he didn't want it. It kind of looked like he pumped fake because he thought he might have hit a player with the flag when he threw it. Genuinely what it looked like, but he had the flag out the entire so, time. So let's stop with these terrible controversies that we're starting. Taylor
2: Swift was in the box. That's all we need to talk about Taylor Swift for. It's great. I love that she's in the box. You Whatever. Taylor
0: Swift was at the game.
2: <sighs> I did. Do you
0: know
2: that Taylor Swift and Travis
0: Kelsey are dating? I did. Get out
2: of here! It's actually great for football. I actually, I kind of like it. Why? Because it's drawing so many eyes to football. I guarantee that game was very well 27
0: watched. Seven.
2: Yeah, it's. I mean, it had
0: to and be. It's insane. mostly female viewership. Yeah,
1: which is great. It's. I it's, mean, the new new eyes to the game of football cannot hurt. Most Who would have thought it. trying to attract the other half of the population might help it's with a great- views? It, I, yeah. I don't even want to
2: say it's a great idea because it wasn't really an idea. It's just something that happened.
0: Kelsey just in there. You would be great.
2: It's, a, it's great for the game, though. I am so sick of hearing it, though.
0: Oh, my God. You know what bothers me is not really... NFL looks like they're relying on her now. Yeah. With the Twitter handle. Like, can I see Isaiah Pacheco's dance, please? Like, why do we have to go to the booth for her? I agree. Like, what? Can I see... Can I just see that the Twitter is not just about, oh, my gosh, she's walking in the state. I don't care. Can you just show me that, like, this ridiculous outfit that I so-and-so just... is wearing or the really clean outfit that so-and-so is wearing? Some of them are ridiculous. Some of them are awesome. But that's everyone's own opinions. But I just want to see that before I see the Taylor Swifts there. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, but I think this is really good for the population of uh, football fans to realize how we always sound to our girlfriends all the time. It's just the same, but flip it and reverse it. Talking about football 20 weeks out of the year, and they don't care at all. That's fair. But I, I can't, first of all, I can't believe this. We tried to avoid it.
0: <laughs> and we still ended up talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. No no one can, no one can. I wasn't trying to avoid it. I no. love Taylor Swift. I always swift-y. have. You're swifty. Yes. I'm not afraid to admit that. But. Do you think that the Chiefs... I'm not
2: upset that you're proud. I'm upset that you're this proud.
0: <laughs> Are the, do you think that the Chiefs get favorable calls because of the franchise
2: no. there? No, I hate the script narrative. It's it's You can't script football.
1: The only good thing about the script narrative is that some good NFL commercials I, have come I, from I it I really this year. do
2: enjoy the commercials, but they're buying into it so much that it's just adding fuel to the fire.
0: Donna Kelsey and uh, Jimmy Garoppolo... Is Zach Wilson after that game?
2: Do you think that there's some hope? No. I mean, the, it'd be a tough sell for me to sit here and say, yeah, Zach Wilson's the guy. Trust him with the ball. No. He's the quarterback for now until they get Aaron Rodgers back. That's, I, all, that's all he's going to be.
1: I've talked to a couple of friends who are Jets fans, and... For the sake of delusion, one of them is all in on Zach Wilson because otherwise he'll just be sad watching football. And so he said, I like that he played well. I'm just going to buy all in just because I have to. I mean, it's my team.
2: They competed with the Chiefs.
1: Exactly. If if you're a Jets fan, I think you kind of have to buy all in just because you built a good team this year. You, You can't say you didn't. But now it's just up to the quarterback you didn't want to just do his best. And if you can fight the Chiefs and make it a close game near the end. I think there's a shot. It's not a you know a high chance, but Zach Wilson can be a good quarterback.
2: Still got him going to the Super Bowl?
1: Of course. Why would I double back now? When Love have that. I ever double backed on my outlandish takes? They lost to the Patriots. I understand they lost to the Patriots. How do you think they're gonna go to the Super Bowl? Magic? Ben will take any chance he can to talk with the Patriots.
0: Every single time. Anyway, back to the Patriots. Uh, it is now time for our locks and upsets of the week. Wah, wah, wah. All right, so our current standings. On locks, we are all four and one. On our upsets, me and Liam are one and four, and Rob is two and three on upsets. Uh, we all went the exact same this last week. We all went three and O oh in our locks and oh and three in our upsets. So we had a struggle some uh, locking upsets. And we're going to start, though, with locks. And we're going to start with Liam, we got it.
2: So for my lock, I'm going to take the obvious one. Okay, let's not dance around the fact. Let's just get it out there. There's one that it has to be. You got to take Atletico Madrid over Feyenoord. Absolutely. There's no contest. What sport is this? This is uh Champions League soccer. Okay. Obviously. Yes. Um yeah, at -150, I think you got to hammer it. It's a well put together ball club against I, I mean a journeyman club at best. Feyenoord, they'll be lucky if they're not up for relegation by the end of the season with the way they're playing. A hammer Atletico Madrid. <laughs> Would you bet your house on it? Oh, I'm putting the house on
0: it. That is Liam's first house he has bet this season. Tell us, how many houses has Liam lost and how many houses will Liam earn? That is a old saying. Liam likes to bet the house on it. So, Rob, what is your lock
1: of the week? My lock of the week might come as a shock to both of you. But I have, in game one of the NLDS, the Dodgers over the Arizona Diamondbacks.
0: Now, here's a question. What if the Diamondbacks are not in that game? They will be. So if they're not, it's it's, it's n- Yeah, it's an, ML. It's an yeah, yeah, automatically, yes. Oh, my
1: goodness. All right. You are putting but so I much on the But I am banking on the Diamondbacks beating the league.
2: I love the faith.
1: Dude, he is putting so much faith. on the
2: At this rate, the Jets are going to the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah.
0: And my lock is tonight. Because I'm also going MLB, but I didn't want to go with the fact that I'm predicting that a team wins the wild card. I'm going with the Phillies tonight. Defeating the Marlins, I think that
2: this is nice and safe, boring, just very pedestrian, uninspired take. I like it.
1: Hey, do you know what? Well, (laughs) what's the date? The third. Third. He told me it was October third. Mean Girls? No, neither of you. Wow, that's crazy. Anyway, Liam, I was just doing that so everyone knows what tonight is because this isn't coming out tonight. (laughs) Alright, Liam, what's
2: what, your upset of the week? I, I want to dial back to the, the meme <laughs> girls Mean Girls It's Mean Girls.
1: It's October 3rd. On October 3rd, he asked me what day it is. It's October 3rd.
2: That doesn't sound like a good what quote. What
1: does this have to do
2: with anything. It's October 3rd. It's what?
1: October 3rd. It's
2: Well, that was the easy part. What, what <laughs> I can understand why the quote about no, October 3rd is relevant. Thought,
1: but what today? does this have to do with anything with sports? No, it had to do with the fact that you kept saying tonight. Yeah, yeah. And I just wanted to clarify he for the people to us, listening no. what game you were talking about.
2: He wanted to let you know that it is October third. You being the viewers, I guess. Yeah. So what? What do you need to clarify? Are we good? Well, I just
1: I don't see I don't... <laughs> Ben has this stare in his eyes of he thinks we've wrapped this up, but he still has no idea what we're Ben's saying. confused. He's
2: so dumb. Ben's confused, <laughs> but Ben is normally two steps behind in conversation.
1: What? We're going to end this podcast, and he's going to go, oh, October 3rd. That's today. <laughs> okay, let's get to our upsets, please.
0: <laughs> what just happened? Anyway, Liam, what is your upset for this week? Uh,
2: Not as zany as my last one, per se, uh, but I'm going Texans at plus 110 over the Atlanta Falcons. You thief. Yep. Was that going to be yours? Yeah, I mean it's, I that's, that's a
1: great game to pick.
0: He so now I'm stuck looking for another one.
1: Well, yeah. I have mine, so I'll so say mine now. You got so We time. don't accidentally pick mine. Um, I am picking Rutgers over Wisconsin this Saturday. What's the odds? Uh, Wisconsin is the minus uh, fourteen favorite. But my
0: my now my new upset my upset for this week. I think the Titans will beat the Colts. That was the one I was actually also having in mind. The Colts are the favorite. Yeah, the favorite. that was
2: my other one I was going to take. I didn't even see that one.
0: But I would love to thank you all for listening. You can follow us on our socials at Dear Hollow Heroes, and you can also email us through at gmail.com. Message us and let us know what you think about the topics we discuss, or give us a take on your own. Listen to us on most platforms through your podcast. You can listen to us on YouTube, Spotify, Amazon Music. Thank you, Liam and Rob, and I
1: hope you have a wonderful lesson today. Postseason baseball is back, baby! And football's still here.